0: Glad the Lord goes with us wherever life leads us. There's a lot of
1: uncertainties
0: at times, the unknown. Some of you, excited. Uh, you guys' engagement thing is kind of getting contagious. Blessings on you guys. It's fun to see. It's fun to see. You know, God never meant for us to walk alone. Man. He meant for us to walk with one another. And remember, it was about 32, that'll be 33 years. I believe that's the right number. My wife and I started out. I had never got off the farm much. You know, we never never took any trips, really, I can remember, maybe to a funeral over in Dakota for my grandpa. That was probably the longest trip I ever took. And so Carrie was used to, her dad, her mom would always take a vacation, and they would love to go. They always liked to go to the Black Hills and on up to Mount Rushmore and see all the fun stuff, and and, uh, that was the trip that my wife and I took on our honeymoon, and so I got to see it first time, but it was second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever for Carrie, but isn't it interesting how things happen? We had an old Plymouth Villari that my father-in-law had actually fixed up for us, gave it to us. And we were so proud. We were so blessed. We were on top of the world. And we were setting out to start out in life. It was just about, I don't know, five miles before our first stopping place where we were going to take a motel. I noticed the bumble bump, 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 flat tire on the back end of the car. So stuff happens, stuff happens. And so got it. I think we had somewhat of a spare, you know, one of them little thin donuts that looks like it's, wonder if it's going to make it to the next mile. And so we made it to the next town, attended. It was Sunday the next morning, we were in. We found a church on our honeymoon. Found a church, and one of the brothers in the church we we heard they heard that we had a tire issue, and he said, "I might have a tire." So he fixed the stuff. What a what a way! Just a you know simple things. You know that God cares about every little detail. He does. Sometimes I think we forget. That He is interested in your your concerns. Sometimes I get the feeling, well, why should we bother? You know, we we I hear this. Well, why should I? God's too busy for me. You know, obviously. You know what? God's never too busy. He's never too busy for you. He wants you to come. And so our 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 really our. The text I've chosen is out of Luke's Gospel, chapter 24. And this is the story of the resurrection. And you guys, I'm sure you know this pretty well. But there's always something that we can see again that doesn't hurt us. Can you imagine what it would have been like going to the tomb? Now, the women that were going there, they had spices they were preparing themselves to prepare the body of jesus they had already had it in their mind that the body of jesus needed to be wrapped needed to be prepped for its grave lo and behold the stone is rolled away and no one is there immediately they think who stole our lord right who took the body And verse 4 says, And it happened that while they were perplexed about this, behold, two men suddenly stood near them in dazzling apparel. Now, you got to use your imagination a little bit. You know, there's nothing like it that was seen. They have never seen an angel, probably. And these guys show up and they're, they're, they're brilliant, they're glowing, they're dazzling, their garments are shining, their faces is radiant. Something is happening. And the women, they were afraid. They were terrified. They bowed, their faces to the ground. The man said to them, "The man, being the angels, why do you seek?" the living one among the dead. Jesus did not stay in the grave. Someone did not steal the body of Jesus. Jesus walked out of the grave in the power of the Father, or the power of God. He came back to life, and the Bible says, thanks, the Bible says, The same power that raised Jesus from the dead, what? Gives life to your body. Come on. He gives life to your body. He gives life. Oh, man, it's like say sick him to a honda. You listen. It was silent. It was early in the morning. It was probably not even light enough to see. These two angels show up and blow you away. Have you ever been in a dark place? Like I was several months ago and something fell. I was in this church early. And it was a weird noise. So a lot of thoughts start running through your mind. Believe it or not, churches are scary in the dark. Have you ever been in a church and just, this is weird. I'm thinking, okay, what am I going to do if someone comes in here and points a gun in my face? I was thinking stupid stuff. And here's what I thought. I'd say in the name of Jesus. I don't know what they do. It turns out it was a shelf in the closet. Under the load, you know, or the weight crushed it startled me you see we get our minds we get our minds kind of on the way things ought to be right we can plan it's okay go ahead and plan it's good the scriptures even says you know in the council there's there's wisdom in council there's plan if you if you make a budget do it do it stick to it but i i'm saying this Sometimes even with all our plans, even with all our expectations, even when we think we ought to have been past this by now, interruptions or unexpectancies or things happen. What do you do? What should we do? How do we take it? And so these guys, later in this text, Two guys, one is Cleopas, Le- Cleopas, and we don't know the name of the other one. Somebody suggested his wife, perhaps. They're walking down this road, and they're on their way to a place called Emmaus, which is several miles away from Jerusalem. And they're walking along, and along comes Jesus, and they don't recognize him. They don't. They just start talking. Here's the interesting thing. And by the way, the message today is Jesus walks on your road. Hang on. that. We'll cut back to it. Their eyes, it says in verse 16, were prevented from recognizing. Some would suggest, well, it was dark. I happen to personally feel that they just couldn't recognize him. Jesus can do anything. He wasn't recognized. Here's what's really interesting to me. At verse 17, Jesus says, What are the, these words that you are exchanging with one another as you are walking? And they stood still, look sad. Come on. Do your best sad face. If Copper was here, he could beat everyone. Popper is their dog. He's a blue tick, hound dog, the saddest looking face, that the ears droop down, love me. Their heart and soul was stolen from them. The Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. You feel sick. You feel grief. See, sometimes our roads lead us into places where we don't always know if we made the right decision. Or we're wondering if we made the right decision. Or we're wondering, what should I do now? Some of you have suffered loss recently. A loved one, a companion, someone you miss an awful lot. <laughs> what happens? Jesus comes to the brokenhearted. Jesus said, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest. Jesus wants to be involved with your decisions. Jesus wants you to look to Him. You know what? Together you can go farther. Together He has plans greater than you could ever imagine. Together you can go farther than without Him. And they were they were looking sad. Jesus, be just listening. Just just listen. Isn't that our Lord? He didn't say you guys. You need it. Pull yourself together. (laughs) He always respects the emotion. Remember Jesus after Lazarus died, the women, the sister, who said, Jesus, if you would have been here, if you would have been here, he wouldn't have died. Now, Jesus felt her pain. And the scripture says he, you know that verse, He wasn't just putting on a show. He was mourning with the sister. Let me just say something to encourage us all. When people are going through grief or mourning, be a listener. You don't always have to say much. Just listen and love feel with them scripture says weep with those who weep rejoice with those who rejoice and so the story gets better we're, we're going get we're going get off we're going to get off this they're they're down in the dump so to speak they're down there to discourage in verse 19 Jesus asked another question as they were discussing the, the people the, the people that were on the roll were saying this uh, we we were we were perplexed. We, were, were, we were, the, were, are you the only one visiting this? Are you the, where have you been? Haven't you heard about what's happened in Jerusalem? And Jesus says, what things? He knows. He's trying to get these people to express what their heart is. Jesus is always interested in what's in your heart. And it's all about when we open our heart to the Lord, he wants to be in the center. He wants to be where only he can be, where only he's meant to be. The Bible says to love God with all your heart, all your soul. All your strength. I know this. It doesn't mean you're not going to have trials. But I know this. He's going to help you through it. He'll be your burden bearer. He'll He'll be the lifter of your soul. As you were hanging down, their heads were low. And they were stumbling. They were questioning. They were saying in verse 21, what we were hoping That it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this, it's the third day since these things have happened. So they, they were thinking he said something about the third day. But we were hoping now we find out the body's gone and we don't know where he is. We don't have a plan B. We don't know what we're going to do. And I wanted you to notice jesus begins to explain it said at verse 25 oh foolish men slow of heart slow of heart to believe isn't it good to know jesus doesn't give up on us when we don't get it the first time or we don't get it the second time oh we're starting to get it but we're still not there yet he still keeps chipping away nudging us explaining to us and so jesus begins to speak and he says this was it not necessary for christ to suffer these things and to enter into his glory and now notice and beginning with moses and with all the prophets he explained to them the things concerning himself in all the scripture let me say this Sometimes we need explanation sometimes we need help understanding the scriptures and listen the holy spirit is the best teacher he's still the greatest teacher the bible says that when jesus went away he sent the helper the holy spirit lives everywhere in every heart that's open to him the holy spirit is not going to leave you and so, if you're, if you're struggling with the understanding, you pray this prayer. Lord, by the Holy Spirit, help me understand. At least a portion. This Jesus helped them. Well, what's good about this? Their eyes were open. Verse 31, look at this. Their eyes were open, and they recognized him. As soon as they recognized, he vanished. What? What? And look again. It's scripture, verse 32. Were not our hearts burning? Were not our hearts burning within us? While he was speaking to us on the road, while he was explaining the scriptures, (laughs) something was beginning to happen transformation was beginning to take place truth was being able to be understood they really started to realize maybe he is the Christ maybe he is the one who he said he is and then all of a sudden he comes back into a, in another moment and as the disciples they're hanging out They're they're confused they're afraid struggling to get it and he walks into the room at verse 38 he says why are your why are you troubled and why do doubts arise in your hearts listen we've all had our doubts listen we've all had our moments Well, we wonder, yeah. But what if? And we struggle. And what we need at that time is to take ourselves and open the scriptures. Go to the Word. Read it. Start somewhere in the New Testament. If you've never read the Bible much, start out in the simple places. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Go to the Psalms. Beautiful liturgy explaining the blessings of our God. Understanding the broken hearted people. Jesus didn't come with pe- come for people that have it all together. Jesus came for everyone, anyone, and all and whosoever will. In fact, You ever watch Rudolph? Well, that's real spiritual. But there's a lesson. (laughs) There's a lesson. (laughs) This little boy toy, this this little uh, what do you call him? L. He was down on himself. He wanted to be a dentist. And, of course, all the other elves had picked out, well, you want to be a dentist? What did they call him? You're just a misfit. Oh, my goodness. Tore him up. Couldn't handle it. So he struck out. He left. In the middle of the night. Not knowing where he was going. In a snowstorm. Only be discovered, he found and wound himself up with a whole bunch of other misfits on this little island, thrown away, no goods. Do you? When God looks upon us, he doesn't see that. He doesn't see you as a misfit. He's something precious. Why would he come for us? Why would he give his life? Because God so loved the world. Because God so loved you. He came to seek and to save. He came to resurrect. He came to make us new again. He came to give us the hope. He comes to give us salvation. He comes to walk with you. He didn't send you off by yourself. Go do this without the helper. And that's the Holy Spirit, third person of the Trinity, that walks with you every time you get up in the morning. He wants to speak to you. He wants you to listen. He wants you to hear. And this all takes discipline. I've never heard the audible voice of God, but I believe he has spoken to me many times to his written word, many times he's encouraged me. But you know how else he speaks to his people? He can speak through one another. And so we are to look out for each other. We are to look after. We are to encourage. We are to bear each other's other's burdens. And so Jesus had this all planned. He knew that the beginning to the end, and he came back, and he speaks to them. Now he's giving them the last final words. This is it. Don't leave until you receive this power before he goes back to heaven. Actually, in the book of Acts, he describes it over a period of 40 days, I believe it was, that he talked to many. It's convincing. His body was not stolen away. He rose again by the power of God, went back to heaven, gave us the instruction, go out and make disciples, live it amongst people. Walk it amongst people. Help people. Show people. Explain the scriptures by walking it out. Demonstrating it. You know what people need today? Not another superstar. Not another hero. They need someone who lives like you. And understands how you feel. And knows how What you're going through. That's the body of Christ. That's the body of Jesus. That's what his passion is, is that let others know about this good news. Let others know they can be delivered, forgiven, they can be saved, they can be healed. We are so blessed. Doesn't mean the road won't have rocky places. Doesn't mean the road doesn't have some uncertainties. Doesn't mean the road isn't doesn't have pain. Doesn't mean the road sometimes has its lonely stretches. But overall, that road is where Jesus wants to walk into every situation. Come on back in. We'll sing that one song in part again. I want us to just think for a moment. Just think for a moment. Am I allowing Jesus? Am I allowing Jesus to walk with me? Am I trying to do this by myself? Have I forgotten perhaps? Or just sometimes easy to get our eyes off the Lord who's with us and wants to be with us and we begin to try to figure things out in our own strength. Lord, pull us to yourself today. Pull us in, Lord. Bring a refreshing, Lord. Open our eyes again to a newness. And Lord, this can be a new beginning. Every day there's a chance to serve, a chance to learn, a chance to know you more. I pray that everyone here will be encouraged to keep seeking after God, to keep seeking for the one who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And we look to you, Jesus. Thank you that you come, you've come. you come to give us forgiveness when we call on you, when we repent, when we acknowledge sin. We, we know that you're there to forgive us. Lord, I pray. We just need to take a step toward you wherever we're at. Help us to make a new commitment wherever we're at. And just follow after you. And let God be the strength. Please stand if you will. We'll sing a little bit more.